Attack of the Karens. They might come to your restaurant someday. And this story tells you all about it. So, this is a story that came from Slate Magazine, Slate.com. They bring the story about this reopened restaurant, which happens to be, I believe it's in, yes, it's in Boca Raton, Florida. So, the person they talked to is Magi. It's a waiter at American Chinese Restaurant in Boca. I live not too far away from Boca, so I can understand being a lot of Karens down there because there are a lot of older, you know, late 40s, 50s, 60s, agitated Sometimes people from New York that just, they shouldn't have moved down here. And that's the thing that you got to know. If you do come to, from New York or from the Northeast and you come to Florida, you're going to do one of two things. You're going to love it here and move down here. Or if you come down here, you're going to say, you know what? It's good for a vacation. I'm going to go back up north. Go back up there. Up there. Not down here, up there. What they always say. So anyway, here's what is being said. So Magi says he's working through the whole pandemic, doing takeout for a while. It was a nightmare. We're really built for dine-in and takeout's more of a side thing. So they weren't equipped for the high side of orders. By the way, I was doing Uber Eats today, finally back on the rideshare stuff, doing deliveries. Man, I couldn't believe how many people are actually going out to go and order food. Delivery is a big deal, especially with the big places. When I went, it was a mixture because I did Chick-fil-A for one order. I had to pick up a Wendy's order. I had to pick up was it Spooky Bones? And I picked up. I can't remember the other one. It blanks me right now. Oh, Golden Crust. Jamaican restaurant. That's what it was. Yeah. And I did really well. And hell, I made almost as much in tips as I made in the actual rides. It was a great day. What I was at. In a couple of hours. I'm going to get back out on it. Side hustle. That's what it's called. Side hustle. Back to the story. So in this. They said they started letting people dine right in at the end of May. Takeout's still pretty busy, not as bad as it was. The dine-ins, restaurants hold change. They explain how it is now post-pandemic and how they're handling things. Dining room is 50% capacity, two servers, two servers per shift on each side of the restaurant, and it would leave out all these other servers. So they're just trying to make sure everybody's able to make some money. So there was a staff meeting saying they're going to wipe down every surface every five to ten minutes because people are watching us. Don't ever take your mask off. Last thing you need is to take it off, and there's a picture and saying, hey, this restaurant sucks because you're not wearing masks. So they're boxing leftovers. They used to box leftovers. They don't do it anymore. They'll let customers box it themselves, and if I pick up your plates, I try to wait until the end of the meal if I can. And we used to portion out big bowls of soup that's, and serve to that the people at the table. We can't do that now because of company policy. So with that said, there are two types of customers. Crazy people who come in wearing hazmat suits with the alcohol, spray to spray everything down. They really like that out there. I wouldn't believe it. I, I wouldn't disagree. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised and not realize that wouldn't even happen. I, I really don't, wouldn't pat it past them, the bulk of people to do that. So <laughs> there's this one Karen, he says, who went out to eat, and her two friends, and she immediately wanted the manager. Well, that's a great start. She made it a point to say, not until after we're done eating. It was just crazy to me because she's like, you guys reuse this silverware. It's just so unsanitary. Let me just do this like a Boca person. Let me a little more, okay? So I want to speak to the manager. Not until after we're done eating. This is so unsanitary. I need to speak to the manager. She was mad about the chopsticks, which are made of hard plastic. She wanted plastic forks and spoons and knives and made a whole big thing about it. You're going to a fucking Chinese restaurant. Take 
the fucking chopsticks, you Karen. What is wrong with you? It's like, I'll tell you, there's a pizza guy I used to go to, and he used to complain when he's like, oh, you want a fork and knife, huh? And the guy was, you know, like uh, uh, from Bosnia. And he's like, you know, oh, you want a fork and knife? You get the fuck out of here with a fucking knife. I don't need you with a fucking knife. Because it's like a little bit of an offensive thing. You can't try to use the chopsticks. You mean, and she wants plastic forks and spoons and knives. Not even silverware. She wants, she wants plastic silverware. Disposable silverware. No. So you can't expect the silverware to be re-sanitized and cleaned and put through a dishwasher. You don't trust that. If you're like that, you don't even go to the restaurant. You're not even, it's not even worth the while for you. You're doing it to, you know, accompany your friends, okay? Oh, there's this wonderful Chinese restaurant that take care of us so well. They make a general so that'll knock your socks off. Bullshit. This woman wants to cause a scene. I remember going to a steakhouse over here. It's called the Rain Dancer in West Palm Beach. It is one of the highest end restaurants. It's a five-star restaurant. Steaks, 50, 60 bucks a pop. 100 bucks if you want to get like a nice big porterhouse. And I'll tell you, the, the fact that we have some women that will do what they have to, even in a nice restaurant, they can't help themselves to be just agitating and just give people a hard time. Thus, the Karen dynamic is real. And it's down here big time. Just go to a bagel restaurant or any kind of breakfast restaurant. And I can tell you there are Karens around here. And I don't know how anybody tolerates them. It's bullshit. I digress. So she says then she wanted the plastic forks and spoons and knives, made a whole big thing about it, which again isn't a big deal, but she's eating off the plates, drinking off the glasses, sitting in the booth where multiple multiple people have sat in all night. So the logic is ridiculous. You can tell when somebody comes in thinking, I'm going to get something free from you. And Boca people, I'm sorry for the and this is not a knock to anybody that you would say that lives in Boca. All the respect. There, you know, it's a reputation that you see with certain people because obviously with Boca, the first thing that people will say, and this is not me saying it, I'm just saying this is what the norm is the thought that Jewish people are looking for a free meal or trying to get something free and creating a stir. I don't think that's got to be the case. I really don't think that is. I think there's a lot of people that just have this, this kind of an attitude about it. Boca's got an attitude, they got a little something in the air. They feel like they're, they're, their shit doesn't stink. Honestly, it is Boca. I know because I used to go to school down there. I went to FAU. I'm a graduate. Look at my shirt. I'm telling you, this is the way those people are. There's a lot of good things I like about Boca. There's, there's some of the people that come down here that make this city wretch. And I really mean it. I work down there still. Not lately since the pandemic. I haven't been up there in almost four months. But still, it's I know Boca very well. I know a lot of places to go. A lot of great food down there. Been following El Presidente, by the way, David Portnoy from uh, Barstool Sports. He's been getting a lot of pizza reviews, and I'm glad he's hitting some of the spots I enjoy. As a matter of fact, he's made a couple of recommendations of places he tried out, gave some good reviews. I'm going to try them out. Tomas's is my place, and he actually gave it a 7.3. Pretty good rating for what it's worth. Now, in the story, he says, customers, he or she, I'm not sure, Magi, I'm, I'm assuming it's a guy. Customers like this have definitely evolved because of the pandemic. The thing that's changed on our end is that normally is the guest is always right. Whatever they want, we're going to go jump through hoops. But now I'm allowed to tell them, no, you can't sit in that booth because we were practicing social distancing. You know how the Karens are. I want it my way and I'm entitled. I'm like, I'm sorry, but you know, our restaurant will get by. 
We only see tables of up to six people. If it's more than six, they're going to have to social distance at different tables or sit on the patio where it's really hot. But it's too too hot, too hot over here. Too hot. I want to be next to air, air conditioning. Give me the, the AC. Anyway, people have been throwing a huge fit about that. They want to push two tables together. You can't because you're putting people around you at risk. I don't think these people are used to hearing no from us. But yes, no. And then he says, or he or she says, I feel like the fussy customers are worse than they normally were as if they were saving these thoughts. Then why do you go out to restaurants? Order in. If you cannot have the decency to talk to waiters and waitresses, do you understand it's going to be like the fucking movie Waiting and Ryan Reynolds and Louis Guzman are going to do some shit to your steak or to your General So chicken or to your pepper steak, whatever the fuck you're getting? Do you understand they're going to do some shit to your food because you're being such an asshole? Of course this has to be Boca. Of course it has to be Florida, right? So the good ones... You know, I will say there are people that are understanding, understanding kind of compassion. You know, the ones that make up for the Karens out there. We've got gloves on, we got masks on, we got long sleeve shirts on. Long sleeve shirts on. We're running around like maniacs, sweating, trying to accommodate everybody. Any normal Saint human being says and says, "Thank you for doing this." And most importantly, I went out to my local Flanagan's, which is a great local restaurant over here, which does fantastic work. If I would highly recommend Flanagan's if you go to any of them in South Florida. The food is excellent. They do a great job at the bar. Good specials, drink specials all the time. But more important than anything else, I tip now more than I ever have when I go out for food. Might have been 20, 25%. Now I'm throwing in 40 to 50%. I would recommend it for everybody just for a little while until the pandemic subsides. When everybody starts getting more to a, you see much more of a gathering and you know the flow of customers are coming in for all these restaurants, the ones that you enjoy, the local ones especially that I like, I'll throw in 30, 40%. Absolutely. For a tip? Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that now. I'm happy to do that now. So for tips, it used to be whatever the tables have. Now it's just the money I make for the day. So we're pulling tips. Takeout is pulling tips. Bartenders are pulling tips. Servers are pulling tips. It wouldn't be fair to the bartenders if they only have six seats at the bar. They're not making money most nights. Everybody's coming together at our restaurant in a community spirit. We're on a just an honesty policy. If I can get a $20 cash tip, there's this trust. I'm going to turn it in and we'll divide it equally at the end of the shift. Normally we would hope for a 20% tip, but now generous people will normally leave 25%. It used to be before the pandemic. Before the pandemic, people did not tip on takeout. Now, lots of people are tipping, tipping on takeout. And by the way, doing Uber Eats, I got lots of tips. I really enjoy that part. I actually really love the fact that people are tipping well and giving back. Because at this point, we have to be generous with ourselves. And so, it's only going to be a little bit longer that we got to deal with this. Restaurants are coming back. Movies are coming back in less than a month. Yes, so much more. But I'm I'm with the Magi, the waiter over here. Yeah, let's get back to the restaurants, folks. Let's tip these bartenders and waiters and waitresses. And let's get back to having some good food. And by the way, get Uber Eats. That's all good, fine. Because those workers are going to get the bust your ass as well. Hopefully, they'll make something off of that. But yeah, tip. Tip well. That will be really helpful for the service industry out there. I'm going to do my part. I hope you guys did the same. <laughs>